Welcome to the Refuge City Church Midweek Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Thrower, the lead pastor of Refuge City Church. So let's get into Sunday Sermon. This was Sunday Sermon. Welcome back to the Midweek Podcast, uh, back from our two-week hiatus. I want to get into something in our sermon that we actually did get into on Sunday, but I just kind of want to drive the point just a little deeper because I think it's worth repeating. It comes from verse 13 of Philippians chapter 3. It says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, and here's the word we're going to get into, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I want to focus again on that particular word, forgetting. It's the Greek word, epilenthanomahi, which is a crazy word. Uh, when the word is broken apart, it means to be forgetful, right? Think about Joe Biden. Okay, that was a joke. Um, or was it? So we mentioned several things that we need to let go of, because from a standpoint of a runner who's running a race, you can't hold on to baggage. And we ask questions. What's in your past you need to let go of? What's what's sin that you need to let go of? What's, what's guilt? What's hurt? Um, what's hurt that's been done to you? What's hurt that's been done by you? What's sin that you've committed or maybe sin that's been committed against you that you need to forget and stop holding on to. Um, we, we even stretched it because following Jesus means we forget about everything, like what's happened. And, and now follow this because I would suggest that it's not just the sins that you've committed or been committed against you. Um, it could be good things, achievements, victories, great accomplishments, spiritual ministries, as well as those bad things, the sins, iniquities, failures, disasters. And I, I would suggest that he's saying, forget it all. And here's why. Because what happened in the past is in the past. And if we're constantly living life, looking through the rearview mirror, we'll either wreck or we'll miss out on the next new road to take. In fact, I would suggest it's not good to live your life on past victories. Like You cannot celebrate your value by your past, or you'll end up being Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. Now, hang with me. I just used um, an incredible analogy. If you haven't watched Napoleon Dynamite, it's probably the dumbest and funniest movie at the same time. Uh, there's a guy in there, Uncle Rico, mid-40-something-year-old dude living in his 1975 Dodge Tradesman van parked in his mom's yard, bragging about how good of a football player he used to be in high school. Think about that guy, bragging about his one success he had as a football player, and he's in his mid-40s, and he can't move on. He's so distracted by his past that he never grows up, and he doesn't have a life. And think about that. Sometimes as people, we get so distracted by the past that we never get around to running towards the future. It Sometimes it goes like this. Well, you know, I used to teach, and I used to study the Bible. I used to be in a Bible study. I used to lead one. I used to do this for the Lord. I remember when I, I led a guy to the Lord. It's all back there, and you can't move forward that way because you're anchored in the past. And Paul's saying, forget it. Not just the sins that you've committed or the sins that have been committed against you. Forget the victories because the clearest vision is given to the ones who can let go of the past. Uh, it's funny because, you know, you'll hear people in the church say, well, it's just not like it used to be. I remember the good old days, and we were all involved in doing this, and we were all involved doing that, and we were doing this, and it was like this, and this is how it was, and it was just so great. It's absolutely irrelevant. It means absolutely nothing here in the present and for the future. In fact, the only thing that it will do 
it just paralyzes you. Remember, the context is a runner running his race without baggage. I mean, the runner doesn't sit around before a sprint saying, you know, I would just want you to know I've won a lot of races in the past. Again, Uncle Rico is living in an RV van for a reason. You know, boy, I've thrown some good footballs in the past. I remember when I threw the ball over the mountain. Who cares, man? Get in the race. Forget that stuff. Put your hand in the plow. Don't look back and move. Pursue the prize of Jesus Christ. Don't be Uncle Rico, lest you end up in your 40s with your 1975 Dodge Tradesman van parked in your mom's yard bragging about how good of a high school football player you used to be. Meanwhile, no one cares and the world is moving on without you. This is typically where we do a current event of the week, but I actually want to do something different and just kind of talk about a topic of the week, and that is baptism. This Saturday, we'll be holding our first baptism service for Refuge City Church, and man, am I excited about it. So I want to talk about what that means for those of us who are regenerate believers in Jesus Christ. Baptism is from the Greek word baptizo. It always means to dip completely and is the word to drown, totally submerge, don't worry, we're not going to drown anyone, totally submerge, immersing, dunking into water. It is an outward sign that points to an inward spiritual reality and marks us out as belonging to the Lord. It is a confirmation that everything Jesus accomplished on the cross is ours by faith in Him. So when you, as a believer, are baptized by immersion into water, you are demonstrating not just the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, but you are demonstrating your union with Christ in that death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, baptism is a rite of washing or cleansing in water that is commanded by Jesus himself to be a sign and seal of the inward washing of all our sins. So very often in the New Testament, as you read, it uses the word baptism instead of saved because the way you knew someone was saved was because they were what? Baptized. If a convert was not willing to be baptized, there was little confidence in his repentance. If he was willing to be baptized, he paid a high price. He revealed his true heart of repentance. So when Jesus says, go out into all the world, make disciples, baptizing, what does he mean? Well, he means bringing them to salvation, which is demonstrated in a willingness to be baptized and to pay the price of identification with Jesus Christ publicly. So this does raise an important question that we must address and it's this, do you have to be baptized to get into heaven? In short, no. Think about the thief on the cross. He wasn't baptized. But I would ask this question in response. If you are reluctant to be baptized, there might be a question about your willingness to be obedient. And an unwilling heart in the matter of obedience may well reveal an unregenerate person because Jesus said, if you love me, you will do what? Yeah, keep my commandments. One who refused baptism would be one who wouldn't confess Jesus publicly, therefore one whom Jesus wouldn't confess. Every treatment of salvation in the Bible makes clear that it's by grace through faith, plus or minus nothing. Again, you're saved by grace through faith. Baptism is simply the demonstrator of real faith and real transformation which issues in obedience, and the first act of obedience is baptism. Baptism does not make you holy. 
Baptism does not save you. Baptism does not secure you. Baptism does not provide some ongoing power. Now hold my beer or my wine and prove me wrong. All baptism does is demonstrate your obedience and give you the joy of obedience and the blessing of obedience. Finally, in our gratitude uh, section of today's podcast, I just want to say I'm grateful for the opportunity to actually hold a public baptism service. I know many people around the world aren't so fortunate uh, to have this blessing, and so I just want to say thank you, God, that we have the opportunity to publicly baptize people. All right, if you're still listening, you have made it to the end of today's midweek podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about Refuge City Church, visit us at refugecitychurch.com. Pretty easy. Also, find us on Facebook with the same tagline, Refuge City Church, and we own that IG at Refuge Cedar City. Thanks again. Hope you guys have a great week, and I will be back next week. Bye-bye.